Welcome to the Dumb Idea Podcast Show with Mike and Alex. We thank you for joining us as we have a couple of beers and a cigar and talk about what's going on in our lives. Grab an adult beverage and a smoke and settle in with us. Please like, subscribe, and comment on each show so we can hear whether you agree or disagree with our take on things. Listen wherever your favorite podcasts are and at www.dumbideapodcast.com. So for those of you that listened to the local beer test, we had a good time with that and decided that we would uh, start with some more local content. And uh, this is just expanding upon that idea. So this episode will be dealing with some issues that are happening in the Anne Arundel County area, around Annapolis, Severna Park, Broadneck Peninsula, and uh, a little bit beyond. So the other, actually today, my son's baseball team played in their championship game, the 9U championship game, which they won. Uh, congrats to them. And uh, just looking at the parks that they played in and the condition of those parks, which uh, leaves a little bit to, to be desired. Um, typical stuff that you find for, for little kid baseball. I mean, this is in the major leagues here, so we're not looking for manicured grass and perfect infields and all that stuff. But maybe the absence of weeds would be nice. Or, you know, uh, the uh, yellow uh, padding on top of the fence. Or even a fence would, would also be a nice addition to these parks. The thing is, we spend a lot of money to live here and pay good taxes to live here. And other regions, neighboring counties, have much nicer facilities than we do. So just want to get into maybe why that is and... Um, why ours are lacking or why theirs are better or what we could do to kind of improve that and, and some other issues that are affecting uh, the infrastructure and development in the uh, in the county here. Well, to add on that, we, my girls play softball. We play at the same park as you guys do. And you guys have a... You guys have a, probably the nicer of the fields, right? Mm-hmm. The fields that we're on with the softball are horrendous. Like the, the weeds are unbelievable, and those fields would have been a lot worse. Except we get one of the dads uh, on our team has uh, an industrial tractor, mm-hmm. and upon himself, outside of the county, outside of the baseball softball club that everyone participates through, he brought his tractor down with his tiller, and he tilled up the infield of both softball fields. I saw that. And I was wondering, we thought that was a county tractor and why they didn't hit our field. Right, no. So that was someone on his own, using his own equipment, his own gas. Yes. Doing that on his own. On his own. And actually the first time he did it, the the head of the baseball softball club kind of got up in his case about it. Mm -hmm. All because when he did it, he kind of tilled up those metal things that go in for the base, that are into the ground for the bases. Yeah. Like that's what he was pissed about. Well, they could just just dig them back in, right. well, and, and that's what we did. Yeah. After the after the field was tilled up, we ran the the little go kart on it to kind mm-hmm. of smooth it out a little bit, and then we put those things back in after the field was compacted back down. Yeah. Good as new, but this like this guy on his own dime did all of this, and a couple of uh, three other uh, dads went out there and kind of helped them out, and. When the guy like complained that that he did this, and we were out there, we were like, "Well, what are you doing for yeah. these fields? Look at them! Yeah, like these are atrocious fields. Yeah. Like, like hard as rock dirt. Oh, weeds a, coming a good, out. A solid hit grounder is coming up. Like it's it's <laughs> it's like bouncing off a of concrete. Like that right. that dirt's not slowing it down at all. I mean, we we were like, "What are you What are you mad about?" Yeah. We just did something free of charge for you that you, either you or the county, should be doing here. Yeah. So the, the way that works is the league, and I, I know because I coached, so the the field maintenance there, I guess the county has some deal. I, I'm not sure how it works. 
and maybe someone out there can know and can 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 let us know um, in a comment section. But as I understand it, the league maintains the fields. Now I think the county mows the grass, but as far as the infields itself, that little tractor thing, that three wheeled machine there, like with the bent tines that's supposed to to groom the fields, um, that's all coaches and volunteers doing that. Yeah, I think how it works is so there's a county league the Anne Arundel County baseball and softball leagues, right? And they're each town or group has their own uh, entity. Mm-hmm. So like Broadneck has their own. Yeah. So Broadneck fields softball and baseball teams and they play other towns like South River, Lakeshore, Lakeshore, yeah. Havenwood, uh, Pasadena, Glen Burnie, uh, Odenton, Severn, like those areas out there. And essentially they all come together through the county. Mm-hmm. And the county basically says you can use county fields and use us as an organizational tool to right. get to get your schedules mm-hmm. of who you can play and who you can't play. And in exchange, you can charge whatever you want. Each club can do, you each act as your own entity. You can charge what you want, but you're going to maintain the field. The county will mow. Yeah. But the problem with that is you get vastly different conditions across the county. So, mm-hmm. for example, for us, um, I don't think you, you guys don't travel around the county as much. You guys mostly play the Broadneck teams. Yeah, so this this was the rec league. Now, right. so, now fall ball we did travel because there weren't as many teams. So our rec league, though, is essentially a travel team. Yeah. So we go, we'll go play Odenton out at Gork. We'll play Severn up around Quarterfield Road. Um, Havenwood is Pasadena. Mm-hmm. And then you've got the South River Edgewater teams, yeah. right? And Crofton, that's another one. So Odenton has, um, they play at Gork Park, which is very nice and very well maintained. Um, Severn, uh, and I don't remember the exact name of the park that they use, but they have a beautiful compound for baseball and mm-hmm. softball. Um, nice fences. Fences with that yellow padding on the top, yeah. high, nice high fences, uh, nice, nicely done uh, dugout areas mm-hmm. with some concrete. Yeah, rather uh, than the half like lean-to shelter with the holes in the roof. Right. So yeah. So the fields that we're dealing with over in our park, the the flashing, the metal flashing is is half off half the time. Some of it's laying on the ground. Yeah. The the benches are made of concrete. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can. There's barely an opening on one end of each of the dugouts, where they're just in shambles. the The dirt is always compact. The oh, weed the weeds are out of control. Well, and if it if it rains, you know, if if you have games scheduled for a Saturday, and it rain, you get a decent rain Wednesday or Thursday. You're probably not playing Saturday. Yeah, it's, it depends on the field, but especially yeah, you're for right. the the right-handed hitters. Now, my son hits left. So he's good. He's but got fresh dirt all the yeah. time. But the the poor right-handed hitters, I mean, they're 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 standing a good two inches below the plate. Right. And you know the thing is with with uh, with this county and, and this arrangement, and it maybe it has something like they have priority use over the fields. I'm sure that right, and they do. Yeah, that, the, and that's what they get. That, now the the softball field at Arnold Park is beautiful. Right. That's a nice field, but that's where like the 14 U travel teams play and all yeah. that. It's a bigger field. Right. Um, and there's some nicer fields over there for the for the older kids, but the little kids just kind of get stuck with this. And I think it's even worse for the girls, the softball teams, because like you know your your team, there's no machine to pitch to them. A dad went out and bought his own. Right. We, um. You know. And yeah. now for the for machine pitch baseball, they have machines and generators, but you have to bring the generator out. There's no electricity at these fields, so you right. have to bring a generator out. But if you go to a neighboring, like Prince George's County, the fields are beautiful. Right. Now, Prince George's County is a little bit different arrangement because it all falls under um, Maryland National Capital Park and Planning Commission, which they have a lot of money. Um, it's a bi-county agency, so it's between Prince George's and Montgomery. So they have really nice facilities yeah. that they can play on. I mean, uh, Watkins Park is beautiful. That's a um, gorgeous park. Yeah. yeah. There's a beautiful park on Walker Mill Road. I mean, it's it's a... Soccer facility, baseball. I mean, it's it's uh, in the city of Bowie uh, has some really nice parks, and that's 
City Bowie is independent of, of Maryland Park, but that's some really nice stuff. Yep. I haven't done too much in Annapolis because um, I imagine the city has its own recreational facilities. But, yeah. um, again, like here for the, the amount of money that we spend on these for our property taxes and, and things like that, like it should be nicer now. If the league is agreeing to maintain it or maintain at least the baseball playing surfaces, right. um, I'm okay with that. But they need, they need to step up, though. Yeah. And I think part of it is is that where our kids played, it's a school, mm-hmm. right? So I, I wonder if the county's a little bit hamstrung on what they can do because it's a school Vers- yeah. versus a park. So, like, that park out in Severn was a park. It was not a school. Right. So I wonder if the county puts a little bit more attention into just a straight park versus the schoolyards. Right. But then, who, then here's the other part of, of that. So where that school is... Um, where does the where does Anne County Public Schools maintenance end, right. and county parks maintenance begin? Right. And so I, that's kind of the weird, like you know, who's doing what, where, or are they both kind of using an excuse to, well, oh, well, that's theirs. Oh, well, that's theirs, and doing nothing. And the problem is, when it comes to when it comes to kids and kids sports like this, that shouldn't be the argument. The argument should be, okay, well, what can we do, right? And let's say it is. Let's say it's the ba- the baseball club, the Broadneck Baseball Softball mm-hmm. Club. Okay, well, it, it, I'm sure if you went to the parents and you said, you know, it's going to be an extra thirty to forty dollars, but we're going to be able to make the fields a lot better. I don't think there's one parent that's paying for this that would say, no, I don't think so. That's going to be why I'm not going to yeah, sign my kid That's going to break. That's going to break me. Right. Or you know, even like if that league is doing, because I know they have the. Uh, if you volunteer at the concession stand, you can, um, you know, get rid of, uh, like you can you lower, your volunteer money. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe include field maintenance. Right. Cause I'll tell you what, I'd rather go and rake a field mm-hmm. and drag a field than deal with, than serve hot dogs. Yeah. Um, it, well, I mean, like I said, with that guy that brought his tractor, his industrial tractor with a tiller and the three others of us that went out with rakes and shovels, we didn't get our volunteer money back, but we don't care. I'd rather them keep the $60 and make the experience better. Now, yeah. I know I know for a fact, you know, I've seen the boys' uniforms for Broadneck, and it's basically T-shirts. Yeah. Do they give you the pants or no? They come with it. Okay. But they're – so my son likes – he now likes the, uh, the open bottoms. Mm-hmm. So he right. likes that pro look. <laughs> so – all you got to do is cut the elastic, man. You got it. Yeah. yeah it's a little <laughs> bit more than that. But uh, luckily, the, the neighbor's kids are older, and we got some hand-me-down stuff, so he gets his, his pro look that way. So the girls, though, the girl, like the softball jerseys, mm-hmm. even from 6U on up, they get real jerseys yeah. with their number and name on the back. Yeah. Actual baseball or softball pants mm-hmm. and high socks. They yeah. get, and, and a belt to go with the Mm-hmm. To go with the pants, yeah. So it's look, a legit uniform. Yeah. So my my son got a belt this year. Um, now the younger years, when they're real little guys, there's no belt because the belt it's all so, so yeah, and it's so small. Right. I mean, we're gonna have a a, a thirteen inch belt. Right. You know, like <clears throat> so, I, I can kind of see some of the differences there, but you know, it leads to some other things with the county where we you know where we we're spending money. Or, you know, we're spending our, we, we do pay our, 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 you know, I won't say the taxes here are exorbitant because they're not. They're not bad. Other counties have much higher taxes than we do, so. Right. And they get low, you know, like, our schools are, for the most part, pretty good here. Right. Um, where you go to some other parts of the state, you pay ridiculous property taxes, and the schools are still junk. Right. Um, so that's good. But, the, you know, something as simple as trash. So the bane of my existence and... You know, grumpy suburbanite dad's going to come out here is trash day. I hate trash day with a passion, mainly because we only have one of them. So you got to get everything out. And I have a family of three boys. There's five of us. Three boys make a lot of trash. All right. (laughs) So that means I'm taking out two of the big wheeling, sometimes three trash cans, recycling bin, sometimes another recycling bin. Um, For whatever reason, on trash day, it's always raining. It could be a brief, and I'll, and the the storm cloud like Eeyore comes and lands <laughs> over my head um, on trash day, and I'm already irritated to, to do it anyway. But 
when we first moved here, we had two trash days. Yep. So if you missed it, now the first one was just trash. There's no recycling. Right. But at least, hey, you know what? I missed trash day. At least I get this stinky stuff out of here right. on Tuesday or Monday, whatever day it was. Now we have one. So, and anyone who's from around here likes to eat crabs. When do you eat crabs? Do you eat crabs on a, on a Tuesday night? No. no. Chances are you eat crabs and drink Natty Bow or whatever you're drinking on Friday night, Saturday afternoon, Sunday afternoon. Right. Well, what does that mean? Now we have to wait until Friday to get rid of this trash. So you have crab guts stinking up every critter in the world is just hanging around your trash cans. Those turkey vultures. Anyone that lives in this area knows about those turkey vultures. Oh, yeah. And they're so fa- yeah. I don't know how they fly. They're so stuffed full of, you know, picking trash apart. Between deer carcasses and crab guts, they're fed very well. Yeah. Now, my in-laws, they have, it, it, I think they have some form of waste removal four days a week. Yeah. It's like recycling day couple trash days, yard waste day. Now, granted, they're in New York and they pay 14 grand a year in property taxes, which right. I'll gladly not pay. Right. Yeah. However, can we get our trash day back? Would it be that hard? You know, they got rid of it back in 08 when the market crashed. Or Actually, I think it may have been more around uh, 2010 for this for, for us here. But it was, the, it was whenever the assessments finally came in on the lowered house values, which lowered the tax revenue. Yeah. Or And plus when all the foreclosures were happening and people weren't paying the taxes because mm-hmm. they couldn't afford them. Um, so, yeah, essentially the tax revenue took a tank and they said, okay, well, in order to compensate for this, we're going to only have one trash and recycle day. Yeah. And that's it. And, you know. I don't remember if they said or not, you know, when tax revenues go back up, they would retake a look at it. But, you know, once they take something away and can save money, they're never going to bring that back because they're going to spend the money somewhere else. Right. On some other stupid nonsense. And I would love to know where that money is going. Yeah. Because in this county, I don't see a whole lot of money being spent on people. It's not going to baseball fields. No, it's definitely (laughs) it's not going to baseball fields. It's not. We have some of the worst recreational facilities. And even even the ones that you pay extra for, like Quiet Waters, Downs Park, and um, Kinder Farm Park, those I think those are the three county parks where you pay your thirty dollars a year and you can get into all three parks for the whole summer. Mm-hmm. Even even some of those, like we went to Downs Park, and they had just put in a brand new playground. Mm-hmm. They, re- they revamped it. They touted this thing. This is a great county improvement. We went there. It was so small. Mm-hmm. Like, if you go to Watkins Park in, 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 in PG County, the thing is massive. Oh, it's and then the, the cool thing about that park is that it's got an awesome playground mm-hmm. that's set up like all was the fairy tale playground. And I've taken my kids there. Right. They love it. Right. It's got it's the theme. It's, yeah. a, it's the fairy tale theme. Yeah. And then they have the nature center there. Mm-hmm. It's all free. You walk through and see all the nature. It's like a little zoo. Like right. the boys love it. Snakes and all kinds right. of birds and stuff in there. And and this is a park but this is a park that we pay to go to. Yeah. We pay additional to go to this yeah. park. And Watkins Park's all free. Right. Watkins Park is free. We we're paying additional to go to these parks. And it's amateur hour. Yeah. It's and look, I get it. Playgrounds are expensive to put stuff in. Like a pe- one piece of equipment, small piece of equipment's like a million bucks. I mm. get it. But this is a park that supposedly is self-sustaining with the other three parks because of the park revenue it gets. And this was the park that you were and this was the play area you were proud of yeah. that you put in. Yeah. If I was a county official right now, I'd be ashamed of the services that are being provided to the citizens mm-hmm. here. I mean, the best thing we've gotten in this county is that walking trail or the biking trail along College Parkway. Which they still fight about. It, they it still, still isn't finished. Well, they still fight about it, but it's it, how many years has this thing taken yeah. just to get halfway down College Park or a quarter of the way down College Parkway? So I, Just I, build it already. Yeah, finish it. So I got into cycling um, kind of amateurish. Well, really, not kind of, definitely amateurish. 
uh, probably in. You're not full spandex yet. You're not pro. Yeah, no, no, and no one wants to see me in spandex anyway. I'm, I'm say, uh, that's that's my gift to the community. Um, but I got into cycling back in say 2013, 14 neighborhood, and I'd ride. I would always ride the B and A trail, which is a, it's a nice trail, but I would never ride the bike from here to there because you have to ride on busy roads and especially when i have the trailer with with one of the at the time a baby in it i'm not gonna like if i get hit by a car by my own stupid mistake that's fine but i'm not gonna put one of my kids in that position so i would drive but then they talked about building this this trail so part of it 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 went in and i think it went from like broadneck high school to the cape that's as far as it went and then it took years for them to connect it up to baydale which okay but it still doesn't connect to the B&A trail, which is what you want, because then you could really ride. Well, and that's the plan. The plan yeah. wasn't for it was supposed to go all the way to the B&A trail. So you could go from all the way down to Cape St. Clair, mm-hmm. all the way to Baltimore if you wanted yeah. to. You could actually, and if you want, if you felt good enough, you could actually ride it to, because uh, um, the shoulders are wide enough, you could ride it all the way to Sandy Point. Yeah. So from the bay to Baltimore, you could ride. And then there's another connector I think it's supposed to connect. Like Odenton, uh, I think it's the the BWNA. They're all old rail trails, essentially. Right. And it's supposed, to, but then some guy complained that said the bikes would make too much noise, and it would disturb him. I'm like, Who, what? The, what kind of bikes? Are you? They're they're not Harley Davidsons. Do you remember? Do you remember the lady that said that it was going to be dangerous because cars would jump off the road and hit people? Yeah, yeah. Like this but, is the Indianapolis. Like this is Daytona. Well, like the only like whenever she said that, I just imagined like the car was going to veer off the road because there's a good what fifty to a hundred feet from the shoulder of the road to where the the trail begins. Yeah, I'm just like, do you think this thing's going to like do a Dukes of Hazard <laughs> jump through the air, side roll, and land on top of somebody? Yeah, because. That happens a lot, yeah, right? right? That's what we're worried about. Because if that were a legitimate concern, it would happen like, what, once a week maybe? Sure, yeah. And, and guess what? It hasn't happened yet. Right. There'd just be carnage. In years. Yeah. All over. There'd be just burnt out cars everywhere. they they <laughs> pile up because they didn't have room to put them anywhere. But that's what, we, I mean, the, the one of the problems is like when, when somebody wants to do something good for the community. There's always that guy. There's those people that yeah. are going to speak up. And the unfortunate part is. Other people take them seriously. Yeah, why? Yeah, why I listen to that person? I don't. I don't know. So you say, okay, ma'am, thank you very much. Yeah. Your comments have been noted. Right, and then do what you're going to do anyway. Right, and then do the right thing by everyone no. else. We're going to listen to this Yahoo. Now, I will say that that Yahoo probably has the time to actually go to these meetings, mm-hmm. where and seek them out and find them and go to them and make their comments. That where the rest of us are too busy going to practices and working yeah <laughs> working and feeding kids and, yeah. and getting through the day and grinding a field down yeah. because right, right. Too jacked up to play ball on yes but you know but we listen to these people and it's you know that you don't want to be a complete curmudgeon or troglodyte and just you know but sometimes maybe you need to be that for the other way and say no like this is a good like this really helps out the community Right for for every curmudgeon that goes to a meeting, there should be another guy who go or another woman who goes there and goes, "You gotta be kidding me with this yeah. garbage." That should, actually maybe we can make that a position, right? Like the ombudsman of the rest of us, <laughs> right? Like, the, the voice for the silent. Yeah, like I'll just like it could be you or I. We just sit there and be like, "Are you effing kidding me?" Right. Go, yeah. Speaking for everyone else in the county. Yeah. <laughs> don't listen to this guy. Right. All right. <laughs> we all want the trail. Don't listen to sh- don't don't listen to John over here, please. Right, he's, he's an idiot. He doesn't want a tree being cut down. Right. So, yeah. <laughs> but they, you know, so we know that through the trash money is not going to that trail, obviously. So where's it going? And really, if it came down to it, I'd pay an extra twenty bucks a month to get another trash day. Yeah. You know? Well, it, I don't think the thing is that we shouldn't have to. Yeah. Tax revenue right now especially with the home values, is at an all-time high. Mm-hmm. And the other source of revenue this county is getting, especially in this specific area, is from is from developers, mm-hmm. right? To, to a person, 
most everyone thinks that housing on this peninsula, or at least in certain parts of it, is overcrowded as it is. And even if it wasn't so overcrowded, the infrastructure, the roads can't handle additional traffic. And I know what some of these people are going to say. Oh, well, you know, the roads are just fine for the amount of people that live here. You're right. It, it, It might be. The problem then becomes we are a thoroughfare for Ocean City. Yes. Where we are. Yeah, because every idiot that has Waze goes and sees, oh, I, Waze says I can save 22 seconds if I jump right. off and take College Parkway. Right. So so we might have infrastructure to deal with the exact number of people that live here right now, but we don't have the infrastructure to account for double the population during those months. Right. Fridays on between Memorial Day and Labor Day. I'm going to say even I'm going to even throw Thursday. in Thursdays. Oh, Thursdays yeah. and Fridays and in the other direction coming back, Sundays. Yeah. Coming back over the bridge. Yep. Now, God forbid there's a crash. If there's a crash, you're at a standstill. I yeah. remember one time when I was coming home and I I used to commute into DC and it took me over 4 hours to get home mm-hmm. because of a crash on 50. Yeah. And look, I get it. Sometimes that happens. But it shouldn't take me, if I'm working in D.C., it shouldn't take me two and a half to three hours to get home just because it's Thursday. Right, where a marathon runner could actually run that fast so it took you to drive it. Right. Now, I'm not and, talking you or me running the marathon. Right. I mean, like an actual, you know. But then this county, they're taking this money from the developers to develop any plot of land. And not only are they taking money, but they're then also rezoning certain parcels of land. To make it more appealing for this for developers to actually build these these dwellings, mm-hmm. and they're getting around the schools being at overcapacity by making them either fifty five and older, mm-hmm. or they'll take advantage of a, a scenario where the developer will pay to add onto the high school, which is what I believe Coke did a few years ago. They had added an additional nine classrooms to Broadneck High School mm-hmm. in order to get their development approved. Now, what I don't understand is why. Well, what about the, what about the feeder schools? Well, right. What happens to those schools then? Well, and, but they it, they keep saying that there's capacity if they redistrict. The problem is every time they redistrict, everyone hems and haws, and nobody. It's a NIMBY situation. Well, we don't want to put extra capacity in my school, even though we have an extra two hundred seats. Yeah. We still don't want to do it here. Or or. My older two kids went to school X. I want my youngest kid to go to school X, but by this redistricting, he's going to go to school Y. Right. So I don't want that to happen, and then it just doesn't. Well, in that case, you know what? If that's what you really want, send your kid to private school. Yeah. Because this is public school, and you need to do what's in the best interest of the entire public you're servicing. Yeah. Not just your two kids. It doesn't work that way. Mm-hmm. Now, on the other side of things, it's like, why are we bending over backwards for these developers? When the county council and they have these open hearings about each one of these developments and at each one of these meetings, there is not one single individual resident that says they are in favor of this. Mm -hmm. Each time they get up and they say the county is overpopulated or this part of the county is overpopulated. We don't need more housing. We don't need more. Yeah. And or. We can't put more in until you update the infrastructure. Right. And that's and that's something like back. So when Levitt was running around building uh, all his developments after the Second World War. So we're talking Levittown in New York, Levittown in Philadelphia. Bowie is all, not old Bowie, old town Bowie, but the rest of Bowie, like all the sections. Um, that was all done by Levitt. So when Levitt did it, they built, every section has an elementary school. They made like they built that, and then every couple sections has a middle school that all went to the high school. They improved fire, you know, fire uh, departments. There's volunteer fire companies, stuff like that, that are around to serve the additional population that was going to move into these Levitt homes. So are these no? Okay, so uh, the developer puts an additional nine classrooms onto Broadneck High School. Great, okay, but. What does that do for the elementary school that feeds into it? Right. Um, the roadways that that support these communities. The road, yeah, the roadways are atrocious here. Yeah. 
They um, haven't been expanded in no. the last 25 years. The only thing they did good, and the state did it, was when they added the lane to uh, eastbound Seven River Bridge. That actually helped. Because right. I used to sit in that every single day. Right. And it would back up from, you know, pretty much almost Davidsonville on a busy holiday weekend. Yep. And you knew you were sitting in it. Um, now it's really, it, it's the Bay Bridge, especially when they're doing their, when the, the, the one lane was shut down on right. the westbound span. That caused a lot of headaches, but that was from the Bay Bridge itself. It was not from the Severn River Bridge, which is what it used to be. Right. The people that live on the peninsula now can at least get over the Severn Bridge to get home. Yeah. So that, but again, the county didn't do that. Right. It's all state. The state, uh, you know, Governor Hogan and the state did that. Right. So, and it, it worked. Uh, shockingly enough, it worked. They well, did something right. Well, not not if they would have listened to everyone else. Because yeah. everyone was like, oh, there's no way this is going to work. The lane's going to be too narrow. Oh, I can't believe they're wasting their money on this. Well, yeah. guess what? It worked, and you can all eat crow. Yeah. But now the backup coming on 50 is at 97. And that starts at pretty much at the South River and then continues up. Uh, That's always been it. They, yeah. they, need, they need to add a third lane. Well, 97 is a disaster. Right. But they need to add a third lane in, each, in both sides, yeah. going north and south yeah. for 97. Yeah. They really do. Because the... The merges there from fifty are atrocious. Yeah, it's 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 awful. It, it, they they come in from fifty east and west and turns into ninety seven, and that backup continues all the way up to thirty two. Right. But that's kind of off topic. But again, um, it used to be so bad there. That that's where people were looking at their their maps and ways, and you know, hey, uh, hey, Nancy, I found a different way to get to Ocean City. Mm-hmm. I'm the only one. No, you're not. Right. You and about. 4,000 other morons just figure out the same thing. Now you're clogging up local roadways. Now, College Parkway East, there there used to be signs. I don't know if it said local traffic only. It's almost unenforceable right? Um, to prevent that. But it was never all the way up here on the College Parkway. Um, you never see. And how do you enforce that? I, I mean. You know, yeah. and, and you get all the wahoos that say, well, I paid, I paid taxes in the state. Yeah. So I can use that road. Yeah, you can, yeah. but you're clogging up all the other roads. And then you get the other people going, you've been living in the county. You've been living here for 20 years. You just know you can't go anywhere on a Friday. But why is that? A, yeah, but that's acceptable. Right, right, right exactly. No, yeah. how about the county does their job. They expand College Parkway to be the road that it actually is used as, yeah. not what they want it to be. Right. And then, oh, how about you stop adding people here? Mm-hmm. And, and, of course, you're going to get all the the super – the super liberal people. Well, you know, there should be more affordable housing in this, in the area. Affordable we, equals high density. Right. Here. Right. And, and that, like, let's be like, that's just a, you're not going to have affordable housing. That's not high density here. Right. It's not well, going to happen. But it it's like, look, I don't want to, I don't want there to be less affordable housing. I just want there to be, I want them to stop adding housing. Right, because the housing they're adding is not affordable anyway. No, it's <laughs> not. It, it, and again, it's the, the the newest ones for fifty five and older. Yeah. Well, there's a fifty there's a fifty five and older down the road. There's another fifty five and older down further on College but Parkway. But who's, re, who's retiring here? But I got I, my mother. Yeah. is on the one all, all the way down. Mm-hmm. Great. Yeah. By her buying it, it doesn't. They could have stopped. Hovnanian from building it. Mm-hmm. But they didn't. Yeah. She was just opportunistic and bought. I don't blame the people that buy them. No, I don't blame I, I, I blame the county for not stopping the development to begin yeah. with. Now, Calvert's done a pretty good job at at the development because Cal, Calvert's trying to stay primarily agricultural. They're trying to, but. But eventually, but, but here's the thing the money wins out. Right. And, you know, earlier you would ask, how does it get through? We, You and I both know how it gets through. Right. They grease the wheels. But it's county government. Is it really that corrupt at this level? I <laughs> guess would be yes. I guess so. so well, in, in, to, as much as I don't want to believe that it is, there's no other explanation for it. Because these people in the zoning and planning office that are approving these things, when they have the hearings, there's literally no one in favor of this. Other than the developer, yeah, 
if you represent the people of the county, at what point are they going to do what the people in this county want? Well, I think I think part of it is when you look at at off cycle elections. So you look at non presidential years, non midterms, and even midterms to a certain extent. But these other little elections where it's not some hotly contested governor's race or a midterm or a presidential, no one comes out for it. No, but you, it, you can it, you can win with a relatively it, small But is it even Republican or Democrat? Because when we had a Republican county executive, they were these developments got approved. Yeah. We have a Democrat county exec, executive and they're still getting approved. Yeah, well to me it just goes shows that the 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 money talks. Right. Well yeah. and I want to I want to know what Davidsonville did mm-hmm. because Davidsonville made it so that you couldn't build a house unless it was on two acres or more of land. Yeah. How do we get that here? I, I had asked someone and I won't mention their name. I had asked someone that question and they said it's about, it's because of how this particular area is zoned as part of the, the county planning, which happens every 10 or so years. Right. So until they rewrite that, and we have to have someone advocate on the on this area's behalf mm-hmm. to make this area a non-development area or ha- add some special um, caveats in there, like Davidsonville did. Somehow mm-hmm. someone in Davidsonville got that thrown into the county plan yeah. that they couldn't build on anything more, less than two acres, and it stopped development down there almost in its tracks. I mean, yeah. you, the only way you can really build down there now is if you buy your own plot of land and you build it's not developers aren't really going near it and if they do they're charging like 1.5 well mil for yeah now. it's it's super expensive there and the thing with davidsonville is is it's still kind of it's that horse country that's where right. that south county kind of starts yep. and look i'm not saying like i'm out of the position that i want this place to be here to be davidsonville no i'm not either. if i wanted that i would have moved to davidsonville right the thing is, I don't want it to become someplace where it's not livable because it's so crowded. I don't right. want it to become Pasadena or, you know, even Glenburg. You go further north or when you get into, like, Wheaton, Silver Spring. Montgomery County has just developed out the out the, wa- the wazoo. Well, even if you went to Pasadena, the, the major problem there is Mountain Road mm-hmm. because they won't widen Mountain Road. Yeah. Like, they won't make that a true two-lane in both yeah. directions. They, they've, got, they've got that alternate lane. In the middle, yeah. which they just did. Yeah, is, that's like the one on uh, on one hundred. After the after it after so after it's at the end of one hundred when you when you get on a one seventy seven, which is Mountain Road. Mm-hmm. They've got so it's three lanes. The, so it's, the middle yeah. lane the, changes. The gantries that can change. Yeah, so the well, no, I mean the middle lane changes from either inbound or outbound based right. on the time of day. And it has the gantries over top of the red X, kind of like the yes, red yes, red. absolutely. Yeah. Do they ever change? I, yes. I don't, I don't, okay. They do. So on the weekends, that middle lane is a turn lane. Okay. Right and left, mm-hmm. and then during the week, uh, in the morning, it's a it's a westbound lane, okay. uh, and then coming home in the evening, it's an eastbound lane. Right. It's it's almost like the county wants to have its cake and eat it too. Yeah. It wants all these developments, but it doesn't want to make improvements to the infrastructure that that surround it and support it. Right. Um, but the thing is, like, even if you look at certain things, like you start getting to the to, uh, like you have your transportation aspect, school aspect. But what happens when you start getting into public safety? And, okay, well, if you're going to build this 55 and older community, your ambulance calls are going to skyrocket. Right. Are you going to add more medic units to um, Arnold Firehouse or Cape St. Clair? Because that's their first due. Or do you, Cape St. Clair, they won't even build them a bigger firehouse. It, well, they ran the, the – the, it was almost condemned for a while because the uh, they backed a truck into one of them, which right. it happens. Yeah. What, the thing is tiny. Yeah, for what it has to service now. Yeah, but so so now you have Arnold. There, I think there's one up at Jones Station near the Jiffy Lube. Um, so are you going to increase those crews? You know, if you build a 55 and older community, mm-hmm. you're going to. You know, one would naturally expect that you're going to have, and you build more of anything, but especially that population, you're going to have an increase in in uh, EMS calls. Right. Are you going to increase that? Or is it going to be like, eh, whatever, make do? They're going, so, to make, they're going to make do. You know they will. But, you know, here's the thing. And then when they do decide 
to increase those crews, guess who's going to pay for it? Not the developer. It's going to be all of us here that gonna are going to have gonna, to... Going to have to raise property taxes. Yeah, to, to pay for something that was irresponsibly developed. Right. In the first place. So... so I, I, I get, but if you're going to... So you're right. If you're going to have the developers come in here, if the cost of doing business is they got to pay a little extra, well, fine. But make sure that money goes to the infrastructure. Yeah. Outs, I mean... How on the world they didn't get them to pay for the widening of College Parkway to encompass at this? I mean, I feel at this point, College Parkway needs to be two lanes in both directions from Route Two down to Cape St. Clair Road. Yeah, there's just there's almost no getting around it mm-hmm. at this point. Yeah, and until they do that, they should stop development. Yeah, anywhere along College Parkway. Um. But it's not just it's not just developers. For what and this is what I don't get. For whatever reason, the zoning and planning commission of Anne Arundel County, or whatever they're called, they're not allowing rezonings that would make the area look better or help the area. For example, there's that area up by um, Route 10 and where we're 10 and 100 meet Route 2. Mm-hmm. There's that huge swath swatch of land. It's got a huge sign on it that says no trespassing, and it's zoned residential. And I remember years ago, the owners of that land wanted to get it rezoned commercial so they could sell it, Mm -hmm. and the county said no. And there is no viable reason for that piece of land to be a residentially zoned property. Who's going to want to live there? No one. On Route 2, where you have two two to three lanes in either direction... And it's a divide at this point. It's a divided highway, and yep. most of it. Yeah, that's not a residential plot of land anymore. No, no one wants to have to pull. No one's going to pull from Route Two going south into their driveway. <laughs> Especially, you're definitely not going to do it not getting plowed in the back end by a truck. Yeah. So why why not let them rezone it, turn it into a commercial property of some sort? And at least not make it an eyesore. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't make any sense. It's like, are we are we only favoring houses because it brings property taxes? Now, yeah, the commercial taxes bring, bring, you know, residential brings, of course, revenue through property tax. Right. Commercial properties bring revenue through property tax as well, but they also bring revenue in through income tax from the in, or, uh, sales tax for whatever's generated in that business. Sales tax goes to the state. It doesn't go to the county. Yeah. It's not going to the county. Yeah, so... So, I mean, the, the residential property, it, it's it's ringing that register every year. Yeah. Commercial property, you might get some property tax, but I don't know. Maybe it's yeah. not as lucrative. Or a job created or, you know... Right, well, I mean, at this or point... Or a job brought into the to the community. Well, it's, it's almost... It, You've got that case with the Village Inn, right? Mm-hmm. Everyone everyone that lives in this area knows that the Village Inn is not a great place to be after dark. Or during the day. Or during the day, sure. It, and, and the gas station next to it, not the greatest place. Yeah. It brings a different element, all right? Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm going to be the get-off-my-lawn guy with yeah. this. The area is otherwise... A nice area. Yeah, you've got some nice single families that are yeah. right behind it. Right. You, but you've got that. It, it's literally that little bubble right mm-hmm. there of the town that's just a hole Yeah, that nobody wants to go to. And everyone, you go on like the Facebook pages, and everyone says, well, why don't the owners do anything about it? How can they just let it be like that? Yeah, they tried. They, they have. Yeah. They went to the county to get it rezoned. So that they could have put a nice hotel on it. Mm-hmm. Now, keep in mind, a little bit further down that road, there is, I believe, a Quality 8 motel. Yeah, Quality Inn, I think it is. Yeah. Quality Inn. It used to be a Comfort Inn. Yeah. And there's another, I think there's two hotels back mm-hmm. there that don't have the problem of the Village Inn. Yeah. But they're also a little, they're a little bit higher quality. Yeah. As far as they've got, uh, they've got the main lobby. That you can go into, and there's you know the nice person, the lobby's nice, and what, what you go to the village inn, they probably have continental breakfast, right? They'll give you your croissant and a, 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 some orange juice, right? And, and the village inn's argument is, look, this area could use another one of those hotels. There's more than enough capacity. Yeah. 
we're getting the clientele we're getting because the rates we have to charge because our our motel doesn't stack up to those. Yeah. And this is just who it's bringing in because we're the lowest we're the lowest price in the area. Yeah. And they've said, look, we they even put this they put this on Facebook a few years ago that they went to the county to ask to be rezoned. I think I think there's C1 they want to go to C5 or something like that. Mm. To be able to put up an, a, a higher rise hotel, and the county said no, mm-hmm. rejected them. It's like why? Yeah, why would you do that? And I remember that, and there was some argument about how that hotel provides a lower cost option, right? And that hotel serves as a shelter for for you know homeless or battered women or. And all those are noble causes. Don't get me wrong. And I'm not even. I'm not going to be a not in my backyard guy for that. So, you know, if you were to say, okay, I want to make it, and I'll keep some rooms available for that cause, right? At the cost I would have charged with the village in. I mean, isn't that isn't the county paying for that anyway? Though yes. So why not allow the increased tax revenue that the village in could create as something else as a nicer hotel? And the increased tax revenue that the county would get, use that to pay the increased rate that the village is going to ask you to use for those purposes. Yeah. It can be used for the same purpose. Mm-hmm. But So, like, is a, if it's for the homeless or for a battered woman, like, oh, she can't stay in a nice hotel? Right. She has to stay in a yeah, village inn? Right. Like, why, why are you, right. For a, battered, for a battered woman, why are you putting her in a, in a dump anyway? Yeah. Come on. Like, Pay the extra $25 and put her in a nicer room with the continental breakfast down the road. Yeah. It doesn't need to be this way. Yeah. It, the county, the zoning people or whoever's in charge of this really need to be looked at. And I'm not saying there's fraud happening. I'm not, I don't think there's anything like that happening. Not at this kind of county level. I mean, could there be? Sure. I just don't think it is. But whoever is making the decisions on this stuff needs to be looked at because some of the stuff just doesn't make any sense and it 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 does affect the quality of living here and i know that that sounds very elitist of me but you know when you buy a house somewhere because of the the lifestyle that it affords you you expect that to be maintained yeah it sounds like i sound like a divorced lady i expect my lifestyle to be maintained (laughs) but i mean yeah, it, it. I don't. I don't think that's the reason why they're doing it, though. I, I, I just. They just approve like that extra storage, right around there. Yeah. Well, but what, so, what's over there? You've got a the Mo- BMW dealership, the Montessori school, right? And then across fifty, you've got Jaguar. What Jaguar? Mm-hmm. Um, Land Rover. Yeah, Land Rover, Infinity, and Lexus. Lexus. Yep. And then the highs, and the red, hot, and blue. Yep. And on the other side, so we already said BMW. You've got the Village Inn, the two hotels, Baymart, and there's some de- nice single-family homes that kind of go back and are behind Baymart. And then you've got the whole Whispering Woods community, which yeah. is a nice nice little community back there. Yeah. And I think there's some more townhouses built by the BMW dealership. Mm-hmm. You've got the Montessori School right there. Yeah. But someone got stabbed at the Village Inn the other day. Actually, I think someone got shot. I mean, stabbings are the normal occurrence. Someone actually got shot. Ah, stabbed. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, look, so you've got this place that's over by a school, some high-end dealerships, mm-hmm. some car dealerships, yeah. not that they need to be protected, but then you've got people who purchased their homes, other hotels, and you've got this little bubble where people are getting stabbed and shot. Right. And an otherwise normally tranquil kind of neighborhood yeah, like my, my wife won't go to be she won't, my wife won't won't go down i won't go there yeah i do i don't care of course but. you do but i will <laughs> if if i can go to port tack versus baymart mm-hmm. i'm gonna go to port tack because I'm, i don't have a very good chance of being stabbed yeah my my stab quotient goes way down <laughs> so you know what I'm going up or tag, or or at least on appearances. You know, when you when you look at the appearance of what you're driving through, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's a little it's a little different. And the price between the two really, 
I, actually, I think port tax is a little cheaper. Um, it could be. But, so, but again, I'm going because I'm not getting stabbed. Right. Right. That's that factors that does factor into me where I go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then when when the Green Valley's selling crabs, you get crabs, and you know, but then they have to when they're when you're done with them, they have to sit in your trash can for a week before trash day. Right. <laughs> yeah. So I guess. I'm I'm just trying to think of maybe maybe the county's putting money elsewhere. Maybe it's going to North County. I don't know, because there's definitely no work going on in South County. The South County is still pretty agricultural. Like once you once you get sometimes when I come home from work, I come back, I come up th- through Route Two. Yeah, so you're I going through two fourteen. No, even no, I'll come. I'll I'll take it off of Route Four. Oh, okay. You're and going come up. Down, yeah, you're going down Calvert. Then. Yeah, okay. and I'll come up that way. And you know when you're in. Um, Lothian Wayson's Corner, right off Route Four. There's a couple little commercial things. There's a giant. There's a big bingo place down there. But once you get out of that, mm-hmm. it gets real country real fast. Yeah. And then you come up Route Two, um, you know, and then you end up, and then Edgewater, the south, the southern part. Uh, was Edgewater Colony and all that stuff that's that's right. down there. South River Colony. Yeah, South yeah, River yeah, yeah. Colony, and then you come up. Big houses up there, by the way. Oh yeah, golf course stuff I, like that. I, that's honestly, I'm, I don't want to interrupt you. That co- golf course before went private was one of my favorite courses in the state. Oh yeah, it used to be like seventy nine, eighty dollars. That was like my top end that I would ever pay for a golf course. Mm-hmm. But man, if that course wasn't just peaceful. To yeah. play on with the water well, that, features and the, yeah. you ride through the big mansions and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And it, it was just a really nice course to play. But yeah, I and, then, and then even coming the other way from from uh, from two fourteen, mm-hmm. you know, you pass renditions. There's nurseries. It's pretty much agricultural. Yeah, very much so. Until you get to Edgewater, then it starts to develop a little bit. Then you're in Annapolis, which of course everyone expects Annapolis to be developed. It's a city. Mm-hmm. It's not Baltimore City, but it's the city of Annapolis. And then you come getting up to into where you know up to this area, which is very suburban. And I'm, I'm not going to go here and, and pretend that I want to look out over my horse pastures no. here. If, if I should have we got to go South County. Yeah, or we got to go to Calvert. Yeah, right. Um, I'm not. That's not the. I don't think that's the case that either one of us is making. Right. And it gets more and more suburban to urban the further you go up route two. You get close to Baltimore, but. What we don't want to happen is to, like, it's a nice balance. Well, it could be a nice balance, but if they continue with the unchecked development, however it's getting passed, well, then this, this is going to become another plate, like, you know, uh, Wheaton or Silver Spring, or any, where it's just nothing but traffic. Yeah. And what's the stop? Oh, now we're going to build an apartment building here. And now they just built that nice one um, down by the hospital. What's it called? The... Maris or something like that. Mm-hmm. Nice, expensive apartment building. Right. But still, all the cars, all the pe- every apartment for the most part, it's at least two cars, yeah. maybe three, because there's a roommate situation. So now they all have cars. All those cars have to use the roads. They all have to go somewhere. Yeah, I can always make the argument, though, that if you live in Annapolis, you kind of signed on for a little bit of traffic. Oh, yeah. You signed on to, be, to live in a... a um, not a major city, but a, a minor walkable city, right? You get an urban. You're, With, you're expect you're signed up for for a a small urban environment, right? In our scenario, we signed we when we bought these houses when we lived in this area, we signed on for the suburban experience. Yeah, I didn't sign on for all this traffic because back 20 years ago when I moved here, the traffic wasn't this bad. Mm-hmm. But there were also seven less developments yeah. that happened in this small space. Yeah. And granted, yeah, not everything is going to ever remain the same, right? Things change. I understand that. And I'm not saying that there shouldn't be more development. But what I'm saying is if you're going to make adjustments to zoning rules and laws to accommodate some of these uh, single-family dwelling residential neighborhoods you should take care of the people that were already here and improve the infrastructure before this stuff goes in Mm -hmm. and oh by the way if you're going to if the zoning rules and regs don't really matter because you're changing them for these developers anyway 
why don't you change them for the people that are trying to make the space their the space that they're in, like the village in, better, or the place up on Route Two where two and one hundred and ten meet yeah. better for the area? Mm-hmm. Why not? Why not make adjustments for them? Yeah, like you, you're making adjustments for these developers that are putting in new homes, but you're not doing any adjustments for people that are already here. Right, businesses that are already serving the community that's here, and it'll serve the community of the new development as well. Right, and yeah. at, at some point, the county, the people that work at the county, the elected officials of this county, they need to listen to the people that live in this county. Now, I, I, I can, I get it. They might not care, and they're going to do what they want anyway. Mm-hmm. But at some point, you know, a lot of I guess a lot of local politicians probably have aspirations to be politicians at a higher level, or or people that work in the county don't want their phone rung fifty five times because decisions are being made not on behalf of the people that live here. Yeah, and I guess all the we're asking is that they take into consideration the people that live here. And make decisions that make living here better before accommodating new developments that come here. Yeah. Because it's not that hard. You know, and I think one of the important things is, is that is for, you know, the the people who live here to stay involved and stay active and stay vocal. Um, you know, we can sit here and complain about it, but if we don't go to where it, take that message to where it needs to go, then, you know, what do you really, like? You know, people who that who don't vote but complain about stuff. Well, you had an opportunity to to voice your opinion at least once. But when they do these things, they put these notices and all you know public hearing notices, and people generally ignore them. Right. Um, well, I think a lot of people went to this last one, um, and a lot of people made us think about. And this is what gets me about this latest one is that there was a comment period for these three parcels of land not to adjust them. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people voiced their opinion that they didn't want the zoning changed. And they changed it anyway. Mm-hmm. And now they're making more adjustments to it. Yeah. To and, and people went on the Zoom zoning call again. And you know, maybe maybe people will listen to this and get the hint. Yeah. You know, between all the people that went to that Zoom meeting for that development and all the people that are listening to this, yeah, maybe maybe the 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 county will make a good decision this time and say you know what maybe we need to take a step back from this yeah well and but who are these zoning people who do they answer to are they no, there's some commission are they career bureaucrats like who do, i don't remember electing the zoning commission nope so so who's putting them there are they appointed by the county executive are they careerists like what what are they and who do they answer to? And that, that's one of the things, like, you know, so if you have all these, like, sure, our county council members, state representatives, all our rep- representative, rep- representatives of government answer to the to the public and, are you know, can be held accountable for the decisions they make. But if this is just something that's being up to some shadowy backroom commission or whatever it's going to be that aren't answering to anyone, that, that, what I'm getting at is someone at some point, they have to answer to somebody, right? Right. You know, whether that's a county executive. Um, unfortunately, I don't council, think. whoever it is. Yeah. Unfortunately, you and I don't know. Yeah. Right? So what's the answer for people that are listening to this? Call your county council, man or woman. Write to the zoning commission. Call the zoning commission or whatever, whoever decides on zoning for this county. And... You know, let them know that you are not happy with this. Um, and let them know that you don't want some of these things to happen or that you do want certain things to happen. Um, and hopefully, you know, it, we're, we're a small area and hopefully maybe we can make some changes that are, are good for the county or good for at least the residents of this particular area where they're, the concerns just don't seem to matter. Yeah. Bring back our second trash day. Right. We want our second <laughs> trash day. I want to have crabs on a Tuesday. Yeah. If I want to have crabs on Saturday, pick the trash up on Tuesday. Right. It doesn't need to be out there. Crabs on Saturday. The vultures might vote against it, but last time I checked, vultures don't vote. So. This would be a good campaign slogan for that. Anyone who wants to run for office, 
You can have crabs on a Saturday. <laughs> I'll get your garbage picked up on Monday. <laughs> but thank you for listening to this uh, episode of the Dumb Idea Podcast Local Edition. Hopefully we can put out more local shows in the future. We appreciate you listening. Please like, subscribe, share, comment, rate us on Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts, and we will see you next time.